0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one Doctor at a time. I'm Scott Corelli.
2: I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
1: And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today on the show, we will be discussing School Reunion, the 10th Doctor's fourth story. Uh, This is the uh, third? Yeah, third story of series two, if you don't count Christmas Invasion. Um, And uh, it is... It's a goody. Uh, oh, it's written,
0: a, it's a it's a goody.
1: <laughs> yeah, written written by Toby Woodhouse. directed yeah. by James Haas. Uh James James House. House? Howas? Howies? Um I'm Maybe I'm sick of, of I'm I'm sick i sick of these names that I can't pronounce. Why do you do this to me, England? Um, <laughs> it's probably Hawes, James Haas. James Haas. All right. That's, James Haas. That, that would be my guess. Or Hayes? Hey, how 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 I don't know. I mean, okay, unless
0: it's like a possible. total like Ray Fiennesian curveball, you know?
1: where yeah. It's like
0: who who could ever see that coming on paper, yeah. but
1: that's what know. happened. Uh, the name of the guy who directed um, the Eighth Doctor story that we were having trouble with. Oh um, right, yeah, yeah. I, I I looked up how to pronounce his name, and I was like, holy shit, we were way off. <laughs> oh man, it was. <laughs> It was kind of hilarious. So then, when I recorded the uh, the the recap, uh, I got to say it right. And, uh, oh, great! Was, cool. Awesome. That was satisfying. Except that every time we referred to him later, um, we said it's it a wrong, little old, but yeah. Eh. Oh well, uh, I don't remember what the name is now, but sure, sure, that's remember. neither here nor there. Um, in any event, uh, J- James Hall's, uh uh, he also directed um so this was uh the third story in the first recording block um so he also directed uh Christmas invasion and new earth oh um mm-hmm. so uh he's got quite the track record this guy <laughs> um <laughs> he was school on reunion role. christmas invasion and new earth are all like classic episodes uh that's uh that's that's a good track record um but uh, yeah, so this this story basically originated with uh, two two things. So one in the original pitch document that Rusty Davies put together for Doctor Who, hmm. uh, there were two elements in it. One was that he had the suggestion to bring K-9 back uh, <laughs> because he wanted to uh you know sort of make the show slightly more mature than the serials. and mm-hmm. he thought that a way to possibly combat that uh maturation uh was by having K9 in the show as like a as like a hook for for the kitties hello um that was the uh that was yeah. that was the idea um but uh that was nixed early on um in uh development however uh he he always had his he had his eye on that robot dog um returning at some point well the world needs uh, a good dog yeah it's true <laughs> um and then the other bit was that uh while davies didn't really want to like dwell on the lengthy history of the show he did want a, a former companion to return at some point Uh, in order to, um, uh, just sort of like, you know, prove to like old school fans that like, you know, we're taking everything into account, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, this is all part of like the larger history of the show and yada yada. So he really wanted to have like a little bit of connective tissue, um, more, more direct connective tissue, Mm -hmm. uh, to the old show rather than just sort of hints as they had, um, Prior to now. Originally, he thought he would wait until season three because he felt, you know, we got a brand new show. We don't want to start. We don't want to get nasal gazey or na- navel gazy already um, in season one. And then season two, his original thought was like, well, now we have a new doctor. So, again, like we need to focus on that and not um, gaze at our navels. But <laughs> uh, so he was saving it for season three um but then had a change of heart because uh he just did um <laughs> and uh he decided that he wanted it to be Sarah Jane Smith because she is i guess arguably the most iconic companion um you know having been in like uh i think like 3 3 or 4 total seasons of the show. Um, yeah, wasn't and she was the with two, uh, longest serving
2: at the time? Like, the longest serving companion? Uh, that might
1: be right, yeah. Because I think, like, um, Clara
2: or the pawns, just, like, as far as length of time, just passed her, but I'm pretty sure she was, like, the longest.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. And, you know, and she spanned two doctors, which is um, a, a big deal. And not, like you know, one story from one doctor and then the rest with another, like legit, like kind of split down the middle mm-hmm. between two doctors, you know? <clears throat> so she had a, she had a good run and, and they just thought like, yeah, let's, let's bring her back because that would be um, sort of a big deal. But yeah. and uh, she's so, when, so beloved by, by fans at that time. Or, right. You know. Right. Um, but when Elizabeth Sladen was contacted uh, by the doctor who offices she didn't she she immediately turned them down uh because she assumed that she was being invited back for a throwaway cameo and she was like I don't I don't want to do that cuz like she had basically um if I'm not mistaken had basically like retired from acting at this point and just sort of like settled down with her husband and just you know was doing her own thing and uh They called her out of the blue and she was like, I don't I don't want to just like show up and be like, ooh, I was Sarah Jane. Ah, ah, ah." And then that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like, "Okay, like, look, just come and meet with us. We'll tell you what we have in mind. And so she went and she met with them. And they're like, so canine was um, there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and they basically, they basically said like, so where do you think Sarah Jane is today? And she's like, well, I think that she's an investigative journalist. I think she investigates weird stuff because she can't get that, you know, that world out of her head of, of, you know, having traveled with the doctor and everything. And they just sort of like looked at each other and then pitched her the story of, uh, of what (laughs) they had in mind for this, um, Uh, This this episode and uh, she basically signed on that day because she was blown away that Sarah they wanted her to come back to be like a focal point of an episode. Um, And like the whole concept of the uh, sort of like ex-girlfriend meeting the new girlfriend thing. um, She just loved that and was really enamored with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So at that point, the story was called Old Friends. And uh Davies hired Toby Woodhouse to write it. Um Toby Woodhouse at the time was the creator of a medical comedy drama called No Angels. Uh but before that he had actually been a an actor. Um most notably he had like a, a, a small role in Bridget Jones's diary. Um yes. Which so he 's apparently in that i don 't know what his role is in that when I read this, I was like, oh, I, I gotta go check that out um, yeah so so i don 't know what that 's about, but i i'm excited to look into that but uh yeah, and then Whithouse actually asked if he could incorporate k nine into the story uh because you know she had um been given uh Sarah Jane had been given the k nine mark three in that k nine and company pilot. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, they they were just sort of like, well, I mean, look, it, it, let's all just let's just make it all canon. Whatever. Um, yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. Whatever. Let's just make it all canon. Doesn't matter. So uh, so they brought they gave her uh, he wrote canine into the story. Um, originally, it was going to take place in a military base. But it caused too many script issues, like, of them having to, like, bend over backwards to get people into places.
0: And Mm. Davies
1: suggested to make it uh, a school. And uh, it was – Davies – yeah, and then Davies – the reason that he said that was that Davies, as a kid, had always had sort of, like, fantasies of the doctor showing up at his school as a substitute teacher. Um. And so he just pitched that to Toby Woodhouse and Toby Woodhouse went and wrote the episode as is, uh, renaming it school reunion in the process. And, uh, he also added, uh, Mickey Smith into the plot and making him a member of the TARDIS crew at the end of the episode. Uh, and then K9, uh, K9's appearance, the, the Mark four at the end of the story, Mm -hmm. um, that was actually, uh, Requested by Bob Baker, um, the uh, K9's co creator, and of course, previous writer of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually requested that they do a rebuilt version of it because um, he was planning a K9 cartoon spinoff and wanted it to be kind of like <laughs> in canon. So he was like, Yeah, make a new K9 and then we can. That's amazing. I can do this cartoon thing. So they were like, yeah, okay, sure uh, so so they did that, and the the canine that is at um the end of this uh at the end of this episode mm-hmm. uh it was actually the um canine prop from uh, what episode was it invisible enemy so it was like an actual like refurbished version of the the canine that appeared in the Aww, invisible enemy the first canine. Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh yeah. So that was like the that was like the real real deal K9. Um and then mm-hmm. uh let's see, what's and we would all go oh, on yeah. to
0: watch the uh the spin-off Australian series in, in two thousand
1: and nine. <laughs> uh no, so the uh the one sad bit that happens in this, mm-hmm. um in this process, uh, which is uh really uh really just it's a bummer, but um, the school exploding at the, uh, the end of the episode. Scott. What? Okay,
0: I'm just, I'm just raising. Okay, go on.
1: Okay, so the explosion at the end um, was a model. Okay, good. And what's sad about it is that uh, it was recorded by the BBC model unit. And it was the last thing that they ever did because upon completing it, the BBC cut their, cut their budget and uh, disbanded the model unit.
2: Oh no, that's so Aww. sad. Yeah.
1: So that's yeah. the, that was the final thing they ever did was blow up a school.
0: Wow, they literally went off with a bang. Yeah.
1: AO. AO indeed. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in, the, uh,
0: in the 2009 spinoff series, K-9 had the ability of flight.
1: Oh, they like uh, they they like R they R two D two prequel them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little hover, little hover. Well, they gave him weird little leg stumpies.
0: to like. He has like the shape of legs. Like he's not a box anymore, and the legs like move back and forth, <laughs> and it kind of like creates. It's almost like he's swimming. Anyway, it. I watched that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, speaking of things we watched, yeah. um, school reunion. Uh, okay. So, uh, first of all, oh, and then this, this is this is a bit of background, but it's just like a personal bit of background of like my own personal memories because this wasn't covered in the stuff that I read, but I remember it. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the time. That this because neither of you neither of you were watching th- were watching this early on as it aired, mm-hmm. right? No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, w- I was. But you you were watching it in America, right? On Sci-Fi. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Oh, okay, yeah. So, okay. So not yeah. when it aired in London. Yes. Right, right. 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 Yeah. No. I was. I was torrenting the, the crap out of it. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about. That. Yeah. Um. So, uh, when this season was being put together. As everyone was sort of um, anticipating David Tennant Mm -hmm. uh, coming on as the doctor and everything. And it was announced that Anthony Stewart Head was cast in Doctor Who. And the first image of him came out with like the suit and the slick back hair. Uh Oh,
2: I think I see. Everyone.
1: (laughs) Yep. Everyone. Everyone thought he was the master. And it would have been great casting Mm -hmm. as the master. Sure. And I remember when this episode came out, the internet was on fire about how bad this episode was because they hated the bat creatures, like the bad, the bad, the villain, like the plot and everything. Everyone seemed to like really hate it and call it like a bad episode of Buffy, um, which is like, okay, not that original guys. Anthony Stewart head is in this. I get it. (laughs) Um, but And bats, I guess? <laughs> I yeah, I guess. Bucky <laughs> I guess because they look those bats. Because they look vaguely they don't look like aliens, you know, they look like like demon creatures or something. Yeah. I mean, sure, um, sure,
2: sure.
1: yeah, sure. But uh but I remember everyone really disliking this episode. And even me being like just really disappointed by it because of mm-hmm. that. Like it just left a bad taste in it just left a bad taste in your mouth because it, it everyone was like, oh, we're getting the master, and then like, no, no, <laughs> like this is not the master at all. Um, and uh, so I Mr. just remember Finch. that really bumming everybody out. Like everyone thought it was like a waste of Anthony Stewart head, and it was just there was just like a real, real bad like you know, just just real bad energy around this episode. Sure, kind of, air. kind
0: of a, kind of a Michael Hair or John Harrison con situation. Yeah,
1: a little bit, almost. Yeah, but now that we're like far removed from the actual like events of like what led to this and we can just look back on the episode as it stands this is just such a good episode of Doctor. oh yeah yeah i you know we're now we're now in you
0: know this is an episode that is very nostalgic for me Mm -hmm. i you know this was one of the first episodes that made me fall in love with the show. It's it's what made me fall in love with K9. It was like my introduction to Sarah Jane. And it was also kind of my first not 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 to quote another beloved science fiction franchise, but it it was my first step into a larger world. It was when I was first made aware of like Doctor Who having a legacy that's uh-huh. like older than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, oh that's actually really cool. And and even though I had no um nostalgia I, I imagine this must be what it maybe like had, what it was like for a 11 13 year old to watch like Force Awakens oh yeah and being like oh my god I love Sarah Jane she's so cool but have no connection to her or just you know like to me this is you know this is like when I when I think of K9 I think of this episode uh so yeah it's it's very dear to my heart
1: what about you, Cass? <laughs> no, I
2: I I like this episode a lot, and like like you guys were saying, like this was my first um, like step into classic Who in general, and it's really like when I was watching it this time, I had like a big dumb smile on my face the entire time because yep. David Tennant's my doctor, and it's been a while, but also I love Sarah Jane, and like I ha- I don't think I've seen yeah. this since I've watched all of um all of Tom Baker's stuff and all of Sarah Jane's stuff. So it was really, wow. Oh, it was so good. I, I, there's some,
1: there, there are some deep cuts in this episode where I was like, Oh my God, really? They're (laughs) referencing that. That's amazing. (laughs) Like, like, uh, like there's, there's the, um, the bit where, uh, and we'll, we'll just like jump right into like the juiciest part of this episode is the, the bit where Sarah Jane stumbles upon the TARDIS Mm -hmm. and is like you know holy shit holy shit holy shit (laughs) Um, and then sees the doctor in uh, 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 maybe maybe a little too dramatic of a of a pose um waiting for her to see him (laughs) Um, but I but I do like that he's like trying to be cool because it's Sarah Jane um so like part of it works but uh it's like the show isn't aware of how lame that is um and I, I kind of wish it was a little more aware about lameness, but uh, but in any event, that conversation that they have, where he, she was like, you know, you you just you just left me. I thought you I thought you died, and then he was like, no, but everyone else did. And when you're just watching this episode, you like for the first time without the context of classic who later he talks about how like all the companions you know, grow old and die. And he re- just regenerate, keeps regenerating. Right. And so you're like, Oh, okay. That was like a setup to that. Like, that's what he's referencing. But you know, being classic who <laughs> viewers, we know that what he's actually referring to is Gallifrey, because the the reason that he leaves her is because he goes to Gallifrey in deadly assassin. Right. So she assumes he went back to Gallifrey and died. And he's saying, no, everyone else did. <laughs> that's amazing like oh that's such a good deep cut reference that's so cool because it also
2: works on like multiple levels because like he could be talking about some companions who have also died like yes it's uh, (laughs) it's crazy
1: (laughs) oh man it's such a good it like this is so well done
0: yeah and you know if i could i think the theme for this episode at least like I don't know. At least to to me, the experience of watching it is is just love. Like this whole episode is like, like David Tennant's performance is just such a, I don't know. Like it's palpable how, how much fun he's having, Mm -hmm. like getting to share scenes with like Elizabeth Slayton. And, you know, when you get, when you see the doctor get like, you know, emotional or, you know, like, you know, so happy to see her again, it's, it's just working on so many layers. Uh, And it's, yeah, and it, 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 you know as time goes on it just becomes even more so. But yeah, this whole episode is just kind of a, about Doctor Who in like a really fun
1: way. Um the and then the, the plot of the episode uh I I love how simple it is. Yes. Because yeah, because it allows for because it's so simple because there's not really a mystery. Like you're <laughs> just sort of waiting for the the, the characters to figure it out, you know, like when you're watching it, you're like, okay, like I, I get what's happening. Like, <laughs> you know, whatever. And you're just sort of waiting for the characters to figure it out. Um, I like how simple it is because it just allows for this episode to be like nothing but character mm-hmm. moments. Um, like the plot is very thin and simple in like the best of ways, but it's a really fun plot and it wastes no time getting going um yeah again kind of like force awakens where it like it's it's sort of
0: basic but in a in a way that that feels right for this yeah for what we're doing yeah
1: yeah yeah i really like that um i love i love 10 being a teacher um, <laughs> physics yeah that that whole physics conversation and him like quizzing them about what they know and and saying physics a bunch of times i mean it's very it's very 10 but especially when he started asking the questions i also got a, a seventh doctor vibe um, oh yeah totally yeah like it, it it definitely has like a sylvester mccoy uh vibe to it it's cool um I uh, I, really, really uh, I remember
0: that. I remember back when I would you know was scouring Tumblr for looking for Doctor Who memes uh I I saw one that was like you know the physics physics scene and someone was like what if that's like his translator is like I don't know what he's talking about this is the closest thing to English <laughs> and that's like that's all the school children can understand it's just the word physics
2: That's really funny
1: Physics, uh, physics, 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 physics. I don't even yeah. know how he
0: says that three
1: physics. times fast. That's uh,
0: oh ten would have cool. crushed twelve's job. He's like a lecturer, a college. Oh lecturer? yeah,
1: totally. Um, god, I can't wait for the next multi doctor team up because I want to see ten and twelve hanging. out. Oh, oh man, right? <laughs> don't even, don't even, I don't even think about that happening.
0: Oh, it's just like my
2: god. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Uh, They're just
2: babysitting eleven the entire time.
1: Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, and hopefully by then, uh by then we'll get nine back in. And yeah. I mean, we're
0: what, like six years away from the from the 60th anniversary?
1: Yeah. True. Um, God, that'd be awesome. Anyway, uh <laughs> get Jody in there. Yeah. The Jodes. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. Gotta have the Jodes. Yeah, well, of course. Um I just don't I just don't think of her yet because I don't of know course, what she yeah. is yet. Yeah. She's so, yeah, you're in love but with the idea of her. Guys, we're so soon from finding out what she's like. Hopefully. It's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, speaking so- of which, this is just a side tangent. Um of course. and 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 the listeners know these new Who episodes are a little looser than most of our normal ones. Um uh they they just announced um I just read the news i mean it was it was like a quiet announcement they didn't make like a big uh a big thing about it because most people aren't gonna care um but uh i care um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so so uh, to, they announced we, we on on the tech side of the new show they are shooting it with um with re cameras which are uh cinematic cameras. Ooh. So they're, oh they're yeah. they're actually um their goal is to make it so that every episode in the new series looks like you can play it on the big screen with like and it won't look like a TV show at all.
2: Oh that's awesome. Oh
1: man. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I um, are you guys are you do you guys have any plans to see twice upon a time in theaters?
1: Depends on when we record. If we record after it's in theaters. I'm. I might go, but if we've if we're recording prior to that, probably not. Just because I'll have already probably watched it like three times. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Unless I, it's like incredible. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, I just uh, to me, I just I know I'm gonna watch that show on Christmas Day Eve, alone on my couch back home with like some hot chocolate. And that's it. That's good for me. I don't know if I ever need to like go see it on the on the big screen with like a bunch of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't have the desire. I'm, I didn't see
1: Deep Breath. I didn't see Day of the Doctor. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen any um, of those on the big screen
0: either.
1: I guess it would be it would be cool. I you know what's weird is like I I haven't seen. I didn't see. Here's the thing.
0: Okay. So Are you about to tell us you haven't seen like a really big episode of the show?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't seen <laughs> – okay. I, no, I haven't seen any of the Doctor Whos on the big screen. Okay. But I did go see the the last season finale of Sherlock on the big screen. Oh, and, okay. And I feel super guilty about that. But then at the same time, it was like it was two days after it aired that they did mm-hmm. it. And I don't care about Sherlock enough that I have to watch it as soon as it comes out. Right. Comes out. Whereas Doctor yeah. Who, no, I have to watch it immediately. It's like, mm-hmm. like don't tell me I gotta wait two days to like go see it on the big screen. I'm not gonna do it. It's not gonna oh, happen. Yeah. Um like, I'm, I'm gonna literally sit so down
0: in front of the TV and like type in BBC and like watch it with commercials and everything.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, uh but this one, I don't know. I I would be interested in seeing it on the big screen just because, like, I don't know, it might be cool to, like, go and see people crying. I don't yeah, know. that's true. You know, like, the the emotion of it, you know? Yeah. Cry, baby. Cass, Cass is laughing at the idea of me sitting in a the theater watching people cry and just go, yes, <laughs> cry. Just cry. I, get that. <laughs>
0: that, that's, I, I, I specifically went to go see, like, Spider-Man Homecoming again in theaters because I just wanted to hear people react to like that that twist that i don't even want to say out loud just in case oh no yeah seen it. totally but it was God, so that was
1: so cathartic in the theater
0: yeah yeah just you all felt like we were like watching like woody's roundup or something you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, we, <laughs> oh, we were God. just
1: so in <laughs> so but good
0: maybe it might be more fun to watch like the premiere of 13 yeah you know? i don't know like a one because i might be more upbeat because like you know this one might mm-hmm. we might be saying
1: goodbye to two people Dude the dollars. problem the the problem with uh with doctor who playing doctor who in theaters like mm-hmm. i i just want so bad for it to play in theaters day of but yeah, the, day they can't day. yeah they can't because it airs on saturdays and no theater is going to give up a screening oh
0: yeah <laughs> um, not in the middle of for Star doctor Wars who season. yeah
1: i mean no, Di- no. disney's we're lucky that disney's letting other movies
0: play this month
1: <laughs> Star Wars. It's, no, it's true. It's true. They could literally just put out a contract that just says, if you want to show Star Wars, you literally can't show any that's other crazy. movie. Um, Like, that's something they could do. And they're they're already doing that thing where you have to keep it for three weeks. And so yeah, they have single to keep screeners it in, in, like, like the small best. towns are, mm-hmm. like, super screwed. Like, they either just can't show Star Wars, or they're stuck with it for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um... Like, their
0: best room has to play Star Wars for the first three weeks yeah. of its release.
1: Yeah. Well, and if they're a single screener, they literally can't show anything at yeah. all. Just Star Wars. Um, but anyway. Uh, those okay, still exist.
0: So, but- liberal coastal elites. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of those in LA. Uh, got them, Nick. You got em. <laughs> Um so what do we going back to the episode real quick. One one of my favorite parts in the I think, real
1: quick. That's literally what this podcast <laughs> is supposed to be about. Um, uh, I'm real quick. So let's get back on let's get away from tangents real quick and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um
0: what, what 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 does everyone think cuz you know it's been 10 the episode's 10 years old. How how do we think the 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 Sarah Jane Rose uh banter like relationship? plays in this episode
2: um i will say that on this viewing i wasn't as much of a fan of it now as i was before um i do like the moment where they start making fun of him uh because oh
0: that's like that's like the highlight yeah
2: yeah yeah but like i don't really <laughs> the, the... like caddy rose um and she's already no. kind of smug in this season uh yes yeah, which she is. i am noticing more and more with every episode um <laughs> uh uh-huh
1: i Mission by the, the end- by guy. the end of series two, you guys are gonna come around with me on Rose that series two rose sucks oh. um she's such a jerk uh anyway,
2: but i I don't know yeah i'm I'm not as much of a fan of them bickering as I am of them just pointing and laughing at him literally,
0: yeah, the best is when you can tell that it's it's really it's really affecting town
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> <The> yeah. <top. laughs>
1: I, <laughs> um, I, I I find that um, I, I I think that the moment is I don't mind them being caddy. I okay. Let me let me see this. I don't like that Sarah Jane is caddy back. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay. I, yeah. I I don't mind if Rose is caddy because or it you, makes you, sense. You you buy it. Yeah, because it makes sense for her character uh to feel blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to figure out how to how to how to word this to s- say what I mean but like to sort of like not not feel threatened but sort of like be aware <laughs> of like oh he's had past companions Yeah she 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 she's new
0: onto the ride and that kind of stuff still freaks her out.
1: Yeah that she that he's had past companions and that he's also said goodbye to them like She's a former companion, which means, like, eventually they stop companioning, Mm -hmm. you know? And she's not even the last companion. Right. And, like, dealing with that concept, I I could – you know, and her being, like, 19 or 20 or however old she's supposed to be, um, (laughs) it makes sense to me that she would take those emotions and siphon them into being catty toward that person that she is – that is making her feel right. that instead way of, as mm, a result instead of, of existing.
2: Doctor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. But then when they have that moment, then it all shifts back to the doctor in like a playful way. And then then that would work. My my issue is, is just completely centered around um, Sarah Jane like feeling threatened by like a young – him having another companion and um, her being young. I mean it's like – I don't know. <laughs> like dude, it's been – for you, it's been like forty years, and for him, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> no one does. I don't even think he knows. Um, yeah, like it's mother, probably been like a thousand years. Like, you don't think he's traveled with anyone else in that mm-hmm. time? Like, come on.
0: Yeah, you can see that Sarah Jane is just in some way she's been allowed to outgrow the Doctor, right? She's like, I don't need that anymore. Like, I like right. stuff like that doesn't like this is part of the ride. I know that there's yeah. going to be people after me, but I've made peace with that because right. my experience matters to me and that's all
1: I can control. Right. And that's and that's why her cattiness doesn't doesn't really make sense to me.
2: I think I can kind of understand it though because part of her character arc in this is her coming to terms with the fact that she should move on, like like part yeah. of her hasn't yet, like part of her is still waiting. So, mm-hmm. right. I think that it makes sense because that's the part of her that's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, he never came back for you. No.
0: She's like Kirk trapped in the Nexus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that that that. Oh, my God. That was amazing. That deserves like a Citizen Kane clap. Oh, that was amazing. I think I can officially say that I'm a Star
0: Trek fan now. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence.
1: You can to visually say you're like a like a Star Trek nerd. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a that's a deep cut. That's a pretty deep cut. I mean, it's in a movie, but it's sure. still like a it's not deep one of the, cut movie. It's not, one at of the that. Cool, it's not one of the cool ones. No, it's not one of the cool ones. <laughs> there's oh, there's man. no like
0: there's no like vulture article. Like ten years
1: later, Star Trek Generation's better than <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> nope. No. No, the only things the only set headlines that are saying that are like, uh, like the like the bot joke headline. <laughs> drinkers sure, drinkers. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: those are great. Yeah,
1: um, so. yeah. I'm just it, it. It is
0: just such a romp. Like you really don't remember the story. Like Anthony Stewart Head is completely chewing the scenery and like you know the oh way that God. you totally want him okay. to.
1: There are two bits in this that are just peak Anthony Stewart Head. <laughs> One is when he just starts screeching. (laughs) It's so good. He just opens his mouth and just goes like it's (laughs) it's incredible. And then, then the other, the other just like A grade uh, Tony head gloriousness is when he goes forget the shooty dog thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah you just he can't even he hates that
0: he has to get all of it out
1: yeah <laughs> so good i always um,
0: forget because he doesn't you know he, he's so you know giles is such like a sustained character but i always forget how like shiny and, and bright his like teeth are when he like he has like a real wolfish like grin yeah it's cool which i miss remember when he was like in a second of sweeney todd
1: yeah That was weird. That was weird. Good day, Mister
0: Todd. He just walks away. Uh,
1: so I, I just, I love Ten's reaction to Sarah Jane. Like the, like when he meets her in the in the break room, and he's just like, "Good for you. Good for you." You can see the
2: hearts in his eyes. It's so precious. Yeah.
1: Oh, he's so he's so proud of her and happy. Like. He doesn't, because he doesn't ever get to see his companions again, usually, you know? Yeah. And so he doesn't really know what's become of them, usually. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the first,
0: yeah, when he's like just observing her and he hasn't like introduced himself yet, and he's just like, it's, it's, I get, I get a little bit clamped watching it because it's,
1: yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. The love, man. Um, <clears throat> the, okay, so the, the speech that um, the doctor gives to Rose. About the curse of the Time Lord. (laughs) Where he's like, you know, we go on forever and all of our human companions die. Everyone else dies. That's the curse of a Time Lord. And I'm like, is it? Because, like, if you're a Time Lord, you're, like, with the other Time Lords and they all do the same thing you do. So... Like you're the only one who travels around with human companions, dude. Like it's it sounds to me like it's the curse of you. Well, not the curse of the time lord. If lords. you want to get really
2: <laughs> really technical about it, Susan is not a time lord. So, I mean, if your family is not a time lord, they die and you don't.
1: So, mm-hmm. okay, so is that is that is that a real – so that's, that's, like, the real canon. That, where, when do they explain all of that well, in the show? I
2: don't know if it's, like, canon, canon, but, like
0: – Susan okay. is still a big question mark for me in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, makes, yeah.
1: <laughs> same. And I've, and I've watched all of it, and it's, I'm still, like, I don't understand how any of this I works. don't know if it's, <laughs>
2: it's canon or fanon or whatever you want to call it, but, like, from what I understand, like, there is, like, a society – like, there's a difference between being a Gallifreyan and being a Time Lord. And being a Time Lord means you have access to all of this crazy time magic that doesn't make any sense. And then if you're a Gallifreyan, you're just an alien that lives on this planet <laughs> with these gods. So I I don't know. It is kind of a curse because like if you you can't die, like that that sucks. Like everyone you care about is just gonna. Mm-hmm.
0: And if it's not even speci- if it's spe- not even a species specific, but a sub part of your own species. Mm-hmm which isn't something the, i really think about
1: but, but the thing about the the thing that like the the monologue that he's giving to to rose though i don't know i guess the thing that bothers me too is that like he's like yeah no like time lords never die and i'm like no dude they're literally all dead like all of them are dead <laughs> <laughs> like you were just talking about that like 5 minutes ago
0: uh oh it's the curse of the time lords rose we're all just so
1: apathetic and <laughs> Aloof. They're so apathetic and boring and high collars. <laughs> the they, uh, wh- why do I miss anyway. them so much? <laughs> anyway, it's just it's it's just a weird... It's one of those moments in the Russell T. era of the show. Specifically, because it doesn't... Eggleston it, um, uh, never quite gets as, like, gothic and romantic as David Tennant does occasionally. Who does? <laughs> And true, and uh, this is like one of those uh, bits where it just—it just feels a little forced, and it bothers me because um, it really just sounds like he's a vampire. Like it doesn't—it doesn't, <laughs> like doesn't sound like he's. It doesn't sound like he's a time lord. It sounds like he's a vampire. Say it out
0: loud. Um,
1: <laughs> the vampires and the time lords who uh, once went to war with right? each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my that's gosh. that's an actual yeah, no, thing. Bring that back, back in yep. like this that's season. <laughs> a, that's an actual real thing. There's so um, much I haven't seen yet. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> um. So I yeah. So I don't know. This monologue bothers me because it's just a little. It just feels a little angsty in a way that I'm not. Yeah, I'm always. Into. Um, I mean, angsty
0: ten is not my favorite flavor of yeah. ten. Like I made peace with it because it's. You know it's in the past, but you know it, it, I always am more fan of like Hugh Grant, like leading man ten.
1: Mm-hmm. God, you just gave me flashes of Curse of Fatal Death, and oh, I'm just remembering Hugh that is, Grant as the doctor, and I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> and 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 Broadbent.
2: Oh my God! Hello,
1: yeah, Uh broad, Broadbent, Hugh Grant. Who else was the doctor? Um, I mean, Atkinson, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. Now, A lot of uh, Richard Curtis people in that special. I'm
2: really upset that Anthony Stewart Head was never the master.
1: See Th- now you were now you know how we all felt because, when we were like, watching this there's as it that aired.
2: Scene where he confronts him in like wherever the like the gym or the pool or whatever with like the cool lights, yeah. and then he's just like yeah. doing the monologue evil thing, and I'm like, oh man, that's that's so good. And now
1: everyone everyone thought he was the master up until watching the episode cuz even in the trailer everyone was like cuz i think there's even a moment where he screeches or something in the yeah. trailer but i remember everyone being like well i mean the the master turned into a cat once so whatever <laughs> like you know that's fair. You know? yeah weird he was like uh he was like a, a, a snake blob in in the move the tv movie like whatever it happens yeah, he looked like a melting Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, it's uh, oh, man. <laughs> like if Ronald had to melt down the Grimace, yeah. it literally and I think and I remember I remember people being like, I kept waiting for them to ha- make the twist that he's actually the master at the end. And it never happened. And mm-hmm. yeah, everyone was very disappointed when he blew up in the school. Um, Why does the school the blow with- up? Because
0: that was because, also a fantasy. Russell D. Had. The doctor would
1: blow up his school with all the teachers. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think they did. I mean, I, honestly, honestly, I'll tell you exactly why. I I I think it. I literally think it blew up because Toby Woodhouse thought of the line, "You're a bad dog." Affirmative.
0: <laughs> Kaboom! Just,
1: just lighting a cigarette. Because middle that is to everybody. 'Cause that is that is the most badass thing canine has ever done in his entire robot dog life.
0: Oh man. Just spitting, spitting
1: a death's eye. Oh man. So good. So good. Um yeah. Canine, 9 oh, this is some this is some good this is some good canine. Yeah. Oh, good canine. Good Mickey too. Honestly. Oh yeah, no. I, I, you know, we 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 were talking about secret quotes
0: like off mic a little earlier, but uh, yeah, like I, 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 I remember being in high school and using "I'm the little robot dog" a lot because <laughs> I, I felt like that a lot in high Aww.
1: school.
0: Oh, that's why I love Canine so
1: much, guys.
2: He is adorable.
1: Well, he is. he is, but he can't fly. I don't know, like, why is he so cute? He's a <laughs> I know, I don't even like a... robots and I love K9. I would die for K9. He's just a stupid Oh my god, he's a stupid <laughs> little robot. He's thing. Thing. a box. And yeah, he's a box with like a vaguely dog-shaped head and <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't even emote. Like there's like <sighs> the only thing he does his little tail and his ears will like turn twitch. around. <laughs> yeah, they'll twitch and that's it. That's all oh, he but does. When, but
0: when but when they do in this episode, it's like the greatest thing. <laughs> ever. Like oh, I know. His little, his no, I know. I, know. I
1: don't know how it happens. It's amazing. Um, I
0: I it's think like, it's just because it it looks like a robot that a child would would draw. That's true.
2: I'm That's sure true. the creators of K9 appreciate that.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um so this uh two two I have two more things in my notes. Um one is uh you know when the doctor, when when the doctor and Rose sort of invite Sarah Jane to be a companion, and uh, she turns them down, and then Mickey's like, "Oh, can I can I do it?" And the doctor's like, "Yeah, okay, sure." Uh, and Rose is like really annoyed. Mm-hmm. That is like Rose is all well and good in uh Christmas invasion and in New Earth and then uh, she starts losing me in Tooth and Claw um with the whole like disrespecting the queen thing uh <laughs> and then this is where I'm just like oh I don't I don't think I like Rose this season uh it's it's here hmm. uh that moment where she's like really annoyed especially when she was like flirting with Mickey earlier in the right. episode where where she's like, he's like, yeah, you know, I that's why I, I called you because the, there was a UFO and it seemed weird and I thought you guys might want to know. And she's like, oh, I thought you called me, you know, just because you wanted to see me. And he's like, well, I mean, you know, whatever, mm-hmm, that's, that's cool too. <laughs> um, but like, she's like, literally, like flirting with him. Like, I, I don't, I really don't like how she treats Mickey. I really don't. Um, it's kind of gross. Uh, Mickey is just, they really
0: never got a handle on how to write for Mickey. Or, like, I don't know, it seems like on an episode-by-episode episode basis, Mickey's role or relationship to the team, like, seems to be in flux.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking about this, and then thinking about the girl on the fireplace.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. That's coming up. I mean it's it's all, you know, set up for, you know, Mickey's finest hour in the Cybermen 2 part. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but this was Canine's finest hour. <laughs> That's true. It's <laughs> very true. But yeah, I really hate that. And then uh lastly though, like the best I mean I don't want to say the best part of the episode, but like the most cathartic part of the episode is Sarah Jane finally getting her goodbye. Uh. Mhm. And it's oh god, it's like kind of shot similarly, you know, to that episode yeah. and I just oh, it's uh, it's just so oh man, it's rough. And like oh man. She's just like it's just so and it and it sort of like sums up what it would feel like to be a companion after you know, you're traveling through space and time and going on all of these adventures and then you get goodbye and the TARDIS disappears and then you just sort of like walk away alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, oh God, it's so, it's just so like, it's like really cathartic. And then immediately it just nothing, you know? Um, and I mean, granted, like she gets, she gets a new canine, but, uh, uh, and there's that great, she gets that last great dig at the doctor. (laughs) Um, (laughs) about new models. Uh but yeah, it's 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 really cathartic but also like bittersweet, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um God, it's it's a it's a it's good. It's a good ending. Because I episode. like her
2: performance because like she gets her closure, but at the same time she's like kicking herself for not uh uh-huh. taking them up on their offer and like it all it's right. all playing out in her expression. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised I didn't cry when I I was
1: watching this. That was, I actually, I'd forgotten that we had lost her. Oh my God. Until they invited her on the TARDIS. And then I remembered, and then she was like, ah, no, like, you know, I've got, I forget exactly what her turn of phrase was, but she said something that reminded me that she wasn't alive anymore. Um, And I was like, oh no. (laughs) And I got I got really bummed out. Um, she's so good. She's so good. And this is you know this is just proof that uh, you know a lot of people will watch classic Who and just be like, oh, it's so it's so cheesy and the acting is bad. And you just realize, like, I mean, it it just it was exactly what it was supposed to be at mm-hmm. the time. Um, and it's not that these actors weren't capable of phenomenal performances and i love sarah jane in classic Mm -hmm. who but you know she's also acting at a at a tone for the show that she's in and now she's acting in a tone for this show and it's different but kind of the same but not really like it's a little it's more complex you know and she's given things like you know like legit close-ups and she has like a little more cinematography to work with to to you know Sort of strengthened her performance right. and stuff, and it's just, it, it just goes to show you like how great of a performer she was, and that she really didn't miss a beat when she came mm-hmm. back to do this. You know, oh yeah, <clears throat> and then she got her own show. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She got a spinoff because of this episode. Um, Without canon. Well, yeah. Well, you got
0: sucked into a portal and uh, went to Australia. <laughs> Yeah, I went to Australia. <clears throat> and then he blew himself up again. Actually, yeah, he blows himself up
1: again. Right, because they wanted to redesign him again. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. oh. My Uh-oh. I'm doing remember it. When the, remember when the robot dog regenerated? Oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. My, Nick's just my greatest, sighing wistfully. My greatest adventure.
1: Uh, all right. Well, I think that's, uh, I think that's all we got here. I think we're done here. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, we're going to be back next week to talk about, uh, time of angels, flesh and stone, which should be, uh, an interesting conversation. I, I haven't watched that episode in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't even remember the last time I watched it, actually. Yeah,
0: it's not one that I, like, will choose to go back to, but I'm, I'm looking forward to going
1: back to it for the podcast. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to do next time. And I believe, I believe we will have a guest.
2: Hooray!